friends. I've been expecting you. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. We're back for another super salad. Yeah, here we are. I've, wait. Is this episode four? Um. Yeah. Yeah, this is episode four. Yeah, for the number four of the super salad. Number four of the super salad. Right. And uh, we're pretty excited about what we're going to talk about in this one. Oh, yeah. Because we just watched it. Yeah. Brooke's a little bit more excited because she had like years of anticipation and stuff. I was waiting so long. Whereas I just finished the series like a month ago. Yeah, because two months it took ago. forever. It was like two months ago. I don't remember. I have no yeah. concept of time. Me either. Yeah, but we watched El Camino. Yes, we watched the newest Vince Gilligan uh, yes. bookend to Breaking Bad. Yeah, basically just what happens to Jesse Pinkman after. Right. Because yeah. for years, I was wondering exactly that. What happened to my boy? Where right. did he yeah. go? Mm -hmm. Where is my son? <laughs> <laughs> not your son it's my son i think he's older than you that's my son <laughs> i mean maybe he's like the ma the same age i don't know i don't know around the same age i think he's older eh. couple like a year or two older i don't know i thought in the show he was in his 20s yeah yeah so it's the same age somewhere around there i don't know yeah and he's definitely older than when the beginning of the series was well yeah you know, because time ages people and all that. Yeah, because, you know, as years pass, you get older. Yes. But it's anyway. A, it's pretty disappointing, but that's what happens. Uh, it's my least favorite thing, <laughs> I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, first we'll get into some non-spoiler discussion for all of you who just want our impression before you watch it. Yeah. So here are our general feelings. Um, It was great. I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. There wasn't a single thing that I felt was unnecessary or too much. Yeah. Or I didn't feel like there was anything really left out that needed to be said. No, yeah, I agree. Um, all of the scenes really served their purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, flashbacks did their thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. It accomplished what I needed it to accomplish. Right. It is, you know, surrounding Jesse Pinkman and, you know, what's happening kind of directly after the end of the series. Yeah, because we wondered, you know, what exactly did he do after he drove away? Right. It's kind of like bookends uh, Jesse's story. And while it was nice for a while to leave it up to the audience to decide, you know, or think about where did he go? What did he do? I mean, I know wonder, I wondered the same thing for a while. I would often think about and joke about to like my friends and people who watch the show. I wonder what he's up to. I would occasionally just be like, you know, I wonder what he's up to now. He's okay. But um, Wistfully now we actually looking out the window. Yeah, <laughs> I would do that. So just randomly say, I wonder what Pinkman's up to. I would. I would do that. But like jokingly. Right. Um, but now we actually get an answer. Wake up crying and shivering in the middle of the night. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my boy. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we thought it was great. I thought it was perfect. Right. 
But again, I'm also like a fangirl, so not of like just Jesse Pinkman, but of just Breaking Bad universe in general. The best drama and written so I'm, ever. It is. And so I'm very uh, biased here. I'm going to be like, that's perfect. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least, you know, this isn't like the end of Game of Thrones where there's loads Ooh. of fanboys and fangirls out there that were really disappointed yes. by that kind of ending. Yeah. This bookend really kind of uh satisfies yeah because it's not you know anybody that's complaining about stuff that's was left out of this is like asking for too much yeah breaking bad ended in a way that we got all kinds of closure but there was one piece that was left undetermined and that's why they made the movie right and, and I'm, I- I'm sure that for years they weren't really planning on doing this but... no um i saw an interview um that you know vince gilligan had i think believe him he uh wanted to leave it at that for a while but over time also thought to himself you know i wonder what wonder what pinkman's up to right i believe it was him but and I since he like created the character he was like i have the power to say basically make it canon you know but yeah i think uh and this was, like, produced by, like, Sony, I guess, or, like, funded by it or yeah. something. Also, I can confirm, yeah, Vince Gilligan was the one who was, um, you know, he thought about it for a while. Right, yeah. And um, it for some reason, you know, since I watched this whole show on Netflix, I forget that this was, like, what, an AMC show? Yeah, AMC. And, like, does Sony own AMC? I don't know who owns who. <laughs> Everybody owns everybody. Yeah, something like that. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I know who Disney owns and who AT&T owns. Yeah. I don't think AMC is not owned by either of those, I don't think. Yeah. And Sony is kind of its own monster. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, great movie. Great. But I'm also just feeling, you know, I feel completed, but also just kind of a little bit sad. Right. Because now it's really over now you have an actual ending right to um this character mm-hmm. that i personally have wondered about for years all right so i'm gonna say at this point if you haven't seen it yet uh stop here go watch it and come back at this point we're gonna talk about spoilers all right getting into the meat of this where do we start okay don't make meat slapping noises you said the meat gotta do the slaps Aaron. <laughs> slapping the meat where do you want to start i'm not sure there's a i mean you there's could, a lot to unpack here right well the beginning of the movie starts out like you know they had netflix has like a nice little recap of the whole series yeah. basically the whole series from jesse's side of things yeah and like anything involving him up to the point where he is driving and you know the el camino out of the like compound like yeah. screaming to himself and like he kind of like has this like i don't know this like first moment to himself alone and not like you know in that cage space yeah he was in captivity like for a an very animal long time for um i don't know if it was months or a year i, I think it might have been you know close to a year i if think not it's a close year. to a year yeah. yeah um and so he's finally escaping right. with the and help of a your old friend Heisenberg. Right, you know, Heisenberg kills everybody. He yeah. escapes in the El Camino. 
nice and brick dies. Down. Yeah. Um, and but he like so adrenaline gets by the police. Yeah, he's like adrenaline fueled though. Like this is his first time. Just like he's he's out and he's right. not about to get caught again. Right, right. He's kind of like he. <laughs> You can definitely tell he's like doesn't know what's going on, doesn't no, he's know what he's doing. Out of it, he's, he's just so like, out of it. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, um, he has the somehow has the wherewithal to be like, all right, I'm gonna park in this driveway and turn off the car real quick before yeah. the police come by. Yeah, and he ends up going to his friend's house right, right after Skinny Pete and Badger. Skinny Pete and Badger. Which, like, those two guys are, like, the best friends you could ever have. It's honestly, get yourself some friends like these guys. Right. Like, not friends that do meth. But no, like... not ones that do drugs, but ones that support <laughs> you through anything. These guys, like, gave him a way out. Right. You know? And also... They helped him. They gave him money. We don't know, like, what happened to Skinny Pete in that car. No, we don't. But I'm he sure... was like, no... I can cover it up very easily. Like I'll give like a little story, right? Of what happened? Uh, honestly, I'm sure that worked out. I'm sure he's just fine, but he really did his man Jesse a solid. Yeah. You know, Badger was a little bit um, not ready to give up his car, but you know, <laughs> he did. Yeah. Uh, it like warmed my heart, honestly. Yeah, yeah those, those guys are really good friends. Yeah. Oh, in the moment where Jesse was like. <laughs> He was like, yo, like, why are you doing all this? Yeah, why and you help me out so much? Kenny Pete was like, you know, you're my hero and shit. You're and my I'm... hero and shit. <laughs> I love that answer. Holy crap. Uh, like, I was going to cry, but not really. But also, I'm emotional. Man, I can imagine, like, for the rest of his life, like, Skinny Pete just, like. Telling this story. Or, like, just sitting down every once in a while doing what pulling a brook and looking out the window and thinking, I wonder what Pinkman's up to. You know, I think so. <laughs> I think he probably is. He like looks up and smiles like, huh. I feel like later he just told people this legend of Jesse Pinkman. Right. Like if he ever like had, you know, it, I was going to say like he was going to like tell his grandkids one I'm day. I'm thinking more it's like young kids in the drug scene. <laughs> oh no. Probably that. So like, you know, crazy man Pete sitting on his porch going, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I knew the greatest meth dealer of all time. <laughs> it's like, shut up, grandpa. Uh yeah. Yeah. I think that. Although I feel like uh, people like that always end up having children somehow. Usually by accident. Mm, somehow. He's mm. got a good heart, so that's very likely. You know, it's really weird. <sighs> I don't know. It it doesn't feel right saying that like a former meth dealer would be a really great dad, but I feel like he would be. Yeah, if he would just um, really clean up. And I mean, I, mean, I believe he did they once. have. Yeah. Yeah. They like accidentally got clean. <laughs> they did. I don't remember if they, you know. They didn't stick to it. Back. They didn't? No, because oh. then like Jesse can't like pulled up with his like when he was having starting his. Ugh. Let me collect myself for a it's second. Okay. When Jesse started. When he first started to have like mental breaks, he like brought him over to his house and like gave him a bunch of meth because he was um, like, I don't know what to do with all this money. I have no purpose. Yeah. He like, okay. He realized that he's like, I'm never going to get out of this and I have no idea what to do with myself anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like, my purpose cannot be 
killing people and making drugs forever. Right, yeah. Because, you know, Jesse is, like, you know, a good kid at heart. He is. He, he just got, really got pulled in the wrong direction, and he just kept going in that direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had chances and opportunities to turn around, um, but he didn't take them. And at this point with our movie here, he very much is just set in that direction. He's ready to go. Although right. one exception to that is he is very reluctant to kill still after everything. Very right. reluctant. He's really tired of having blood on his hands. He is. He's exhausted. And you can tell he is just, this. you know, with the exception of killing, he is very ready to just do whatever it takes to be free and get away. Right. And yeah. I really, uh, I really enjoyed, like, later on, like, you think he's going to steal from his parents. Like. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't. He just takes, like, he doesn't take money from them. Right. He takes emergency guns from them that they'll probably never have to use. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to take money as well. Right. Or ask them for it or something. Right. And then it was the best just hearing him say, like, it wasn't your fault I turned out like this. Like, you did your best. I wasn't cooperative as a child. Yeah. Because, you know. That's something his parents needed to hear. Right. And they. Go ahead. Well, there's always going to be like probably some sort of doubt in their mind about it because, you know, you always think, you know, people that have like lived through like a loved one, like dying or getting into trouble and they think, what could have I have done? Of course. I've even known people who were like, there was an adjacent friend that was like not even a best friend that died and they're like, what could have I have done for that? So there's like a natural instinct to kind of blame yourself. Of course. But having that that bookend even for them just to like say like you did your best yeah because as a, as a parent um i of course they're going to have that guilt any parent would i think any parent that feels anything for the child that has gone down a path like that is going to wonder what could they have done differently in like raising him or just anything Right. And in this case, Jesse acknowledges to them that he just went down the wrong path. I, I'm i pretty sure he could probably even just see the pain in their faces. So when he's ransacking, um, what's his name? I want to call him Meth Damon. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't remember his name at all. Yeah. It but, is just Meth Damon. <laughs> so, okay. When he's ransacking Meth, Meth Damon's apartment, he um, he sees a cross uh the the wind yeah the one window uh there is a tv and he sees a, the news and he turns it on and his parents are on because you could see from afar right um and, and he immediately goes and turns on the television yeah he goes and turns on the television he sees his parents are on and i'm sure he feels pretty awful that he even put his parents on tv like that you know right. they had to they're being interviewed and like pleading for their son to turn himself in. I'm sure as a kid, he as like a child to, to them, he's feeling some kind of way about that. And that right. prompted him to not only he does use their sympathy to his advantage um, because he, he does that phone call right. and they go mm-hmm. and think they're gonna, going to pick him up, but they're not. And that's when he goes in and steals the guns. But um. 
It was still like a way to say goodbye to his parents. It was. He did use that as his last chance to just clear it up for them that, you know, yeah, as let me put this into words. Um, of course, parents are going to feel responsible for their children and the way they turn out. But also at a certain age, they end up being responsible. Um, the kid is responsible for how they themselves also turn out. So they also have to take responsibility too at a certain age, mm. you know? And that's what Jesse Pinkman does. Right. He takes responsibility. Right. He acknowledge, he makes sure that they know that he takes responsibility. Yeah. Speaking of meth, Damon, we right. got a, a really, I don't know, like a deeper look into him in this. Like it a was continued, so, yeah. Like a continued look into like, you already knew he was insane from watching the show, but like this just like sees just, it goes every, wow, I can't speak. It goes really far, like <laughs> killing the cleaning lady because she saw the money. Yeah, this is a really an, an extension of, um, he's kind of a later character in this in the show. Right, he only came up in like season like four, yeah, maybe. around there, and um, there are definitely a lot of points uh, leading up to you know the whole thing with Jesse Pinkman and him being held captive, but there are definitely points where you can see that that Meth Damon is not okay. Uh, specifically him killing a kid with no like, right. remorse, not even hesitating. He was like, he, oh, I just got to, I got to take care of this real quick. He's, but you also think maybe this guy is so focused on the mission and saving their asses, not being caught that he is just like, I will do whatever it takes. Kind he of went mentality. into like automatic mode and kind of just did whatever. Yeah. But then as it progresses, you find out that this guy is actually a bit more twisted he doesn't he like he has a speech of like a like you know that southern comfort without the southern accent like the like he really cares about everybody and what's going on real sweet boy but like there's nothing behind those eyes there's like there's nothing, nothing back there and at first you often kind of wonder is this a kid who was just kind of like he was just he ended up being placed with, you know, Jesse and, um, yeah, I'm going to call him Heisenberg. Yes, Heisenberg. Duh. I was going to call him Walter White, but I was like, nah, Heisenberg. Um, but him and then uh, Mike. And, you know, they have that whole thing that goes on. Right, where they were, um, we're talking about, do we kill him? Do we kick him out? Do we, like, what do we do? And he seems like, I don't know, he seems a bit more like kid-like there and he's just kind of going along with this and gets swept up in that right and then later on into this gang that the, the nazis right you kind of see him like start to take charge a bit yeah. more. yeah he and you, you wonder, realize like, that those are his original thoughts right and you, i don't know you wonder when he stops falling into it and starts stepping into it right you know there's a point there but it's pretty big because we don't necessarily know if he's killed anyone before that boy. Yeah. We only know that he was a part of like a robbing team. Yeah. Like he robbed people mm -hmm. and those people weren't at all attached to his uncle. Yeah. So like maybe he like knew about what his uncle did. You know, he did know about it. 
but like maybe his crew of like thieves like didn't do anything like real serious like that but now it's like whether he was doing it or not it's really easy for him to step into it yeah and and it is in el camino through like the scene of like him making jesse help him clean up a body and bury it Mm -hmm. it was like yeah she was a real nice lady and all but you know gotta tie up loose ends she saw that money she could have told somebody about it and that's kind of like what why no stop but also man this guy as like an antagonistic figure um he's kind of terrifying in that regard because even when he's like being like sweet and nice you like, wonder you when he's going to snap. Right. You don't know what the line is for him because he's so unreadable. He's very unreadable. Like you said, there's nothing behind those eyes. Um, he's soft-spoken. He's He acts kind and sympathetic at a lot of points. Right. But also, and, he kills with no feeling. Right. He's kind of just like, he kills people like somebody would uh, clean up spilt milk on the counter. Like Yeah. Like he's just like gotta grab a paper towel and wipe this up, gotta grab a gun and kill right. this person. Exactly, and I always feel like, you know, Breaking Bad universe here, um, that all the characters were written like way too well, just really nicely, like artistically. Right, there really weren't any cardboard characters. No, where and he he's honestly one of them too. He's so well done. Right, and you think like. I don't know. You think you wouldn't really need to put much effort into like a side dude, but they made him a full ass character. They did. And they made him honestly one of the most unnerving people I have like ever seen on TV. Mm -hmm. He's very unnerving. Right. It's kind of like a, it's weird because I was trying to gauge whether or not he had like compulsions to kill. Right. But it seems like he doesn't at all. No. And it's like, at first I thought he killed that cleaning lady because they're like, oh, they're going to reveal that this dude's a serial killer. But they didn't. It was still, this was just a utility killing. He did it because he felt like he needed to. You see, because this guy is so unpredictable, unreadable, when they were panning down before they showed the lady, I was expecting like a pile of dead kittens or something. Like I was like, okay, this guy kills like animals. Right. He's or something wrong with him i i immediately knew there was a body there as soon as jesse had that reaction <laughs> i was expecting dead animals but uh thankfully it was just a woman <laughs> wow okay yeah i'm joking this poor obviously woman's life. i'm joking this poor fake woman's life i'm joking i i doubt that was even like an actor on the ground it was probably just like a like a fucking like prop a prop that they rolled up. You calling into a women carpet. prop? Uh, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Thanks for being a prop on my show, Brooke. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I'm just over here being a prop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like you're contributing anything. No, I'm just blah. <laughs> my thoughts. Um, but no. Yeah. All of the flashbacks with him, with Meth Damon, are so unsettling yeah. with Jesse. Um, they almost have... It's weird because uh, this guy tries to like bond with Jesse a tiny bit. He right. wants to have... Okay, he wants to have like a good time while they're out 
and like running these errands, I right. guess. He was saying he was going to get him beer and pizza. Yeah, but the, also, you know, this guy has like sympathy to a degree, but he also like he's not like acknowledging fully that Jesse is a captive and is like trembling with fear all the time. And right, he's still like, kind of treats wants some him. soup. Like what? No, who would want to eat at a time like that? I wouldn't. I would take the soup. Aaron, you're crazy. I'm really hungry. I know you are. But I thought those flashbacks were a great addition to this movie and were like integral to it as well. It really, well, that and it also introduces like Jesse's next steps. It does. It it like uh, shows us exactly how he knows where to go, what his thoughts were and like. Oh man, the fake cops coming in. Like I thought he was gonna have like a like a stealthy like exit. Me too. Oh, they really threw a curveball here. So I definitely thought that um that he was going to like sneak through a window or like sneak through the front door when they're on opposite ends of the apartment. No. Right. And he was just gonna like go find money somewhere else or if he was gonna not worry about money and just leave yeah he would have to just like give it up but, but then it's like when they had him on the twist. ground yeah when they had him on the ground i was like oh this is it he's gonna confess everything to the dea yeah we might even see like some appearances of the white family right and then the one cop started overreacting and i was like wait cops don't do that those are fake cops no yeah <laughs> um and they, then, yeah, they started to give it away a bit, and then they had him on the ground. No handcuffs. They no used handcuffs. the fucking extension cord. To he was like, his hands. "Hang on, you don't have handcuffs? You guys aren't cops." Basically, right. it comes to a realization on the ground while he's uh, in a very vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. So that whole exchange was terrifying. And uh, honestly, you know, we were really wondering, like later when he realizes who that dude is. Yeah. Um. I don't really think that we saw him at all in the original series. I don't I'm, believe I'm so. I'm pretty sure, like, I think the only just... reason he recognized him is because later on we saw in the flashback who he was. Yeah, they're just kind of covering that with the flashback that they right, show yeah. us. That, um, the welding guy, company. Yeah, this guy comes by and is making sure that the, like, the line that Jesse is, like, tethered tied to whatever yeah tethered Um, yeah uh that's like yeah super reinforced and um obviously obviously this guy is crooked because no questions asked here right he's just a part of this uh awful crap going down yeah and uh i'm thinking i i thought that maybe that the welding location was the uh old hideout Mm-hmm. For Heisenberg and uh, Pinkman and Mike yeah. when they were doing their kind of operation after the whole Gus thing went down. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm not really sure either. I know it was some kind of garage. There were garages there. Yeah, it was Maybe. a bit more like remote. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't remember either. It. I guess it doesn't really matter that much. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the flashbacks serve their purpose. The one then with Jesse and Walter, right? They were in the uh, like a hotel and a diner, yeah. talking about hydrating. Um, either have like 
it might have been after like a just a random cook or after yeah. the one at first my first instinct was after they got uh stranded in the desert and they got out of there but i think it might have just been I think it was like a bit later probably it could have been any one of the cooks yeah did walter still have hair when they got trapped there Oh, I feel like he didn't. Maybe he did. I don't remember. I remember either. I thought he maybe he shaved his head very, very early. Um, yeah. I think it was, it was like season early. two, I think. That was like the end of season one. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but I yeah, thought... they had a uh, some nice little conversation in the in the diner. Yeah, and I almost just expected this to feel good. You know, and it did. It felt it like felt satisfying and it gave you a bit of that nostalgia of when they were, you know, in their prime cooking um, and they're having some conversation, but it actually serves more of a purpose. Right. Hearing Walter finally say the line like, you're so lucky you didn't have to wait your whole life to do something special. Yeah. But he's also asking him, like, what are you going to do next? Right. What's the plan here? What right. do you what do you want to do? You're so young. And that's, you know, leading into this um this whole new future for Jesse. It's just it's tying into this what is he going to do? Right. What's next for him? Mm-hmm. Um I just I thought that was great. That was a great way to tie in something that was um you know, it made me feel a bit warm inside even though these are two criminals. Um, and also it served a purpose in, um, just having Jesse think more about what he's going to do with himself. Right. I, and I still wonder, like, at what point is Jesse, like, a reluctant criminal? What point in the series did he become, like, kind of just there because he was afraid of getting, like, arrested or, like, killed? Yeah, I actually think that's a, um... That that happens, but oh, I almost feel like it's a good portion of the last half of the show. Yeah, more than I think half. as soon as they started getting involved with like Gus. Yeah, and also, um, you know, the stuff with murdering. He's not a fan of murdering. Right. He. How many people has he killed? I think it was only really that one guy. Yeah, but it also. Each time that he got cold feet and like wanted to back out, you know, when things were becoming too much and they become too much every time, like it becomes worse each time. Right. Each um, time someone dies. You know, Walter White, he he's really a good manipulator and he manipulates him back into going along with it. He's like, All right, come on, like this will be the last time or like this will be like this will be better for us. This is a better situation for us. Right. Anything like that, he would manipulate him each time. Um, and I don't know if that's every single time here. Um, Jesse does go through uh, a couple of transformations, but a lot right. of it is very reluctant. And a lot of it, I think he feels like it's too late to turn back anyway, that he's got, you know, too much of this that has happened. Right. And he's, the idea of being in prison forever is never a good thought. No, it's not. I feel like there isn't a lot to say about this film. Um, so, you know, film. That's weird calling it that. But it's just an extension of this, you know, this story, this universe. And 
that's all it needed to be. It didn't need to make a huge point. It didn't need to, um, I don't know, do it's some grand regulation. Yeah, it didn't need to be a start of anything. Yeah, it it's just a like contained bottle movie of Jesse Pinkman and what happens next. What happened to him after he drove away? Right, and when I first saw some uh, like advertisements that they were gonna maybe making a Breaking Bad movie, my first thought was like, "Wow, someone wrestled the writer into doing a cash grab with this franchise." Basically, I thought the same thing, and I was worried that you know this would be actually something bigger. I was afraid it was going to maybe try and revive the show, get um, another better call Saul, except make right. it with Pinkman and an afterward. But really, this feels to me um, like with the last season, those last few episodes are like the last breaths of the show. And this just feels like the final breath. Like, here it is. And right. now we're done. You know? Yeah, this is it. I, I, it was... I, I felt like the show was ended perfectly. Yeah. And I would not have been upset if they never made a movie. Yeah. But, but... I also don't feel disturbed or like... You know, uh, I don't feel differently with them making this movie. And I think that's exactly what they need to do. Right. I didn't like I was worried that they like laid the show to rest and now uh, they came back to desecrate the corpse. But that's like, what, yeah, that's was everybody's fear. And but this was I feel like this was just like if I'm going to keep using the dead person an analogy, <laughs> this is just like the writer like and like everybody coming back and placing flowers on the grave. Like yeah. this is just like. One last, like, respects. It one is. One last letting go. This is. It's really paying respect to, right. um, you know, just closing out the show entirely. Right. Paying respect to that. that to that character. Yeah. To what he was. I love that. Mm -hmm. I really do. So, now, um, I'm mm -hmm. still down to read any fan fiction, non-canon book that anyone wants to write about Jesse's life in Alaska. Right. So we're putting it out there. Um, if you want to write an entire book on jesse pinkman's future in alaska what he's up to up to his what death going on yeah up to his death it can be up to his death it doesn't matter or um, it can just start at his death you know okay like you know just like like it starts with him as an old man oh. like reflects on his I mean, time it literally is the death of jesse pinkman though right because he's a brand new identity like he has a brand new identity right jesse pinkman is dead yeah, he is he's dead. gone he's gone um, so, so maybe even if you could just write a Nicholas Sparks type novel with the name <laughs> with his new pseudonym yeah, and just but, not tell anybody it's Breaking Bad related. Basically. And yeah, but you have to allude that this character has a very uh, intense drug history or a dark uh, past criminal history right. involving drugs. Right. Somebody like offers him drugs and he's like, no, I can't. I can't do that again. And, yeah. and you know, they have that, you know, the woman's like grazing his cheek and he, she's like, Why? What what what's going on behind those those eyes? He's got some PTSD as well. Right. Yeah. Because uh, everything he experienced was very violent. Right. And terrifying. Although it seems like it was only kind of like uh like an aftershock of an earthquake. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's good. Like he's not gonna have PTSD forever. It seems like he was just kind of in a in a state of like alarm. Maybe, although honestly, you might have bad dreams forever, but I mean, I know, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised if there are lasting symptoms of this. It is. Imagine if you were doing this. I mean, I know I would have, I would be haunted. 
as well. Yeah. Um, I think what this was, you know, him not reacting so much um, throughout a better portion of this film is just him trying to get away. He's so focused. Right. You know, he has to be. He's he's relying on himself to get mm-hmm. out of this. Yeah. So well, I, I guess think, I, I think guess... once all the dust settles here or the snow, because he's in Alaska, that he's, you know, going to have some trouble. Right. He might have trouble showering for a couple of years. Maybe. Or just, you know, sleeping. Or he's trying to find peace now yeah, there's everything. That, there's that thing that I hear about uh, from army veterans having to sleep on the ground for so long that they have to sleep on the bed, or sleep on the floor of their bedroom for a while because it's too unfamiliar to sleep on something like soft. Yeah, I just don't think that you go back to any kind of normalcy after everything he's been through. I think he's right. going to have issues. Maybe not long-lasting, but for a while. Yeah, you reach some sort of like equilibrium where you're kind of at peace but Mm -hmm. you know you can never truly let go of what happens yeah i think so Mm -hmm. but those are our thoughts yeah el camino it was it was great i feel like this was a wonderful homage it was excellent i don't know if i used that word correctly i don't know if you did either i don't know no no, you did an homage yeah to jesse pinkman yeah all right now, uh, everybody, um, put your American flags at half-mast. Uh, Breaking Bad is now dead. It's gone. And it, it was a wonderful exit. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, doing, uh, I guess uh, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Uh, go like our Facebook page. Um, go follow us on Spotify. Go and give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yep. Follow our Instagram. Follow our Instagram. We got a Twitter. Uh, yeah. We don't use it much, but... We don't really tweet from it. We kind of just uh, post about the episode when it comes out. Yeah. But yeah, follow us there if, if you wish. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it doesn't hurt to have, like, one, like, you know, account that you follow that doesn't really post anything. You don't know. You'll forget about it. You'll Yeah. Yeah. You'll see it every once in a while and be like, who's that? I don't who know that? who that is. <laughs> who's that long lost lover in the All right, in the it's distance. too late for you. You're <laughs> not. <laughs> All right, but yeah. And, uh, you know, also like we've posted a little bit on Facebook and stuff, we're having some more content in the mix, you know? Yeah. So we're going to be creating something brand new um, in the very near future here. Right, and we even have, you know, ideas for even more to create in the future because, you know, we just like doing this. Eventually, but we shouldn't talk about that or give any promises. Right now, it's just one more in the making. Right, we're making something. Yeah, we're making a brand new show that is more accessible to everyone. So you don't have to watch a certain show or even watch, you know, the things that we're talking about. Right. Right, that's it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.